0: This is The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from chicmama.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto.
1: Happy Sunday and welcome to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of chicmama.ca. And uh, we are two full weeks in to the, the school year. And so that means that us parents are back to some kind of routine. The kids hopefully have adjusted and they're like, okay, they're into the swing of things. But, you know, some of us are still feeling like, oh, I don't know, um, like maybe anxious, maybe stressed or maybe not even feeling well. Because you know what it means when the kids go back to school its germs and other kids getting sick and like, have your kids called home yet saying like, I don't feel well, I need to, I need to come home because they've got something. So much is going on. Plus it's the change of season. We are, um, I don't want to say it, but sadly um, saying farewell to summer and welcoming in fall, you know? So with the change of season, there's a lot of things going on. So I'm like, you know what? We need a visit with Dr. Andy. So Dr. Andy's joining us on the show today. She's the co-founder and functional medicine director of Totalis Health. She is also a naturopath. And uh, Dr. Andy, you're going to help us out today?
2: I am going to help for sure. Absolutely. This is one of my favorite times of year. All the immune system, back to school, people are like resetting all their goals and things like that. It's a great time of year.
1: See, it's a great time for you. And then for me, I'm just like, can we just have like an extension on summer, please? Like, I don't want summer to go because of the fact that like, for me and the kids, and I'm like, oh God, I'm dreading that first phone call. Oh, Samantha's in the office. She's not feeling well. Liliana is like, you know, running a fever. Come pick her up. Marcus is this. I'm like, I'm dreading it. Right. But I know that like, you can't it's inevitable. Let's just say it. Let's. It's right. inevitable. You're mm-hmm. going to get a call at some point, but there's certain things that we can do to prolong those calls. Exactly. Right?
2: To try, to try and push, them, push off. them off as long as possible. Exactly. So, there's something we can do to help for sure.
1: Okay. So let's, let's like start with the basics. Okay. So the kids are back at school. They've been at school for two weeks now, two complete weeks. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of germs and you can't, no matter what things are going to happen, but mm-hmm. there's certain things that we can do to like help build up our kids immune systems. Where Absolutely. do we start? What do we do? Is it like an apple a day?
2: <laughs> so first thing for sure, diet and then supplements. And I find because you're right. I mean, and I have a two and a half year old, she's in daycare. I mean, they're just like crawling oh, yeah. all over each other and like coughing and sneezing <laughs> on each other. Like there's just nothing you can do. So, I mean, of course I can say, you know, social distance, wash your hands. I mean, but like, <laughs> let's get real. We're dealing I'll with kids here.
1: <laughs> exactly.
2: It's not happening. Their kids are all over each other. So really it's just what you're able to do at home. How can you modify their diet? And I mean, sometimes at school, they're going to get junk food and sugars. We know that sugar can depress the immune system by more than 50%, you know, with a, for about three hours after they have it. So, I mean, you can't necessarily control everything that goes in their mouth when they're at school. There's nothing you can do, but you can control what happens at home and what you send with them. So, I always say you want to at least give them the best foundation you can. You can only do what you can do. And then when they're at school, whatever happens, happens. Yeah, right. So giving them that, yeah, give them that foundation. Try and keep those things out of the house if you can. And then I am actually a big fan of supplementation for these things because. Again, can't always control their diet. If you have teenagers and they're going out, you know, in their high school. Oh, yeah. They're, they're
1: doing that like, I'm, you know, don't pack a lunch for me today because I'm going to go across the street with my right. friends or or I'm going to buy from the cafeteria.
2: So my friends who are teachers are telling me now the newest thing is that students are Uber, Uber, like using Uber no. to bring, yeah, to bring food to the high school. And then they'll say, hey, miss, I have to go to the washroom. And then they go downstairs to meet their Uber driver to get food. What? <laughs> I was like, this is a whole new world. This is crazy. No, could you have not? No. Oh my God. So so that's the newest thing. So, I mean, you can only control as much as you can control. But if your kid is using Uber Eats at school, I mean, you can't control what they're ordering. They're going to order what they want. So McDonald's, chips, junk food, like you have no say. You can get everything. on.
1: Hey, listen, if you're legal drinking age, like can't you even, you can get booze. Exactly. Right? So like, (laughs) hey oh my gosh uber eats to the school i I didn't even think about that and now i'm actually thinking you know for the busy parent or the parent that forgot their kids lunch like oh i'm gonna uber like i can't go here's tim horton's like a bagel
2: so i'm so torn on the uber thing because on one hand for that busy parent who actually forgets it's actually amazing because you can pick what goes to your child at school if you can't make it yeah there's there's some. It. but then on yeah. the side if the child is in math class ordering their own food to school there's <laughs> just not much you can do so you have to control the times outside of school when they're home when they're with you yeah what are you buying what are you bringing into your house what are you personally feeding them and then this is again where I think supplementation is so important because if you've got little ones at home, they're super picky eaters. Uh, you know, and even to be honest, teens are really picky. So it, but this also, is supplementation is really important.
1: Dr. Andy, let's get real. Like, mm-hmm. you know, with all of your patients, you know, I can speak for myself personally. Mm-hmm. Um, even when I try to eat well. Mm -hmm. I'm still missing out on so many vitamins and nutrients that I should be getting. So supplements are important, you know, like Mm -hmm. you could be eating like so healthy, but you still might be lacking in certain areas. Exactly.
2: And, and that's the thing. I mean, most people do need a little bit of supplementation. I mean, unless your diet is perfect and you're meditating and exercising and, you know, you're not exposed to environmental toxins then you probably need a little bit of help. I try and squeeze, you know. Again, my daughter's two and a half, so I have collagen and protein powders at home. So when I cook, I try and sprinkle yes. collagen and protein powder on food. If I make, you know, I buy her, you know, keto pancake mix, and so in the keto pancake mix, I add collagen, and so I'm, but I'll put maple syrup on it. But at least yeah. the pancakes themselves are like healthy. <laughs> Low yeah, yeah, yeah. Protein. So you know, you do the things that you can. Based on on what they're going to eat, and then I do supplements. So she, I mean, she gets a multi, she gets her vitamin D. I have little gummies. I give her antioxidant gummies, uh, things like that. So I'm really big on the immune support as well. So giving her tons of immune support. So I supplementation is really important. Probiotics, since seventy percent of our immune system stems from the gut. Um, so I'm just giving her all of those things because again, they're just exposed all the time. And it's
1: even just making those choices. Like if you are still packing a lunch for your, your, you know, your kids, whether they're in elementary school or even high school, um, it's just having like, you know, everything on hand at home to send them to school with something that is healthier. And that includes snacks. Like, you know, I know that at our school, um, a big thing is first snack. They really want it to be, uh, fruits and vegetables, like a healthy snack, second snack, that, you know, the school doesn't mind if it's like a bit sugary or, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. not the best, but even when it comes to that treat snack as their second snack, I always make sure that I try to like, give them something that is on the healthier side. So like, um, and not sponsored, but like, we love like made good products Mm -hmm. because they're allergy safe, but then they also like try to sneak in, um, veggies in, in, in the products, right? Into so, the product. mm-hmm. yeah. So, I guess it's also looking for like healthier snacks, right?
2: Exactly. And it's looking for those alternatives. I mean, if you have a kid who likes those things and they like the sugary taste and they like the chocolatey taste, you can always find a healthy alternative. I buy a lot, same thing, of another brand of these little, you know, protein bars, and they're made of cocoa and, you know, nuts. If your school allows you to have nuts, depends on your school. Um, and it just tastes like she's eating like fudge almost, but it's this healthy, yeah. organic protein ball. So that's her treat, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's a matter of finding a treat that's, you know, serves or, you know, quenches their craving, but is still a little bit healthy because I always say we have to control the things we can control because you can't control everything. So but you true. can control the food that you buy, what you bring into your house. What you pack for your child's lunch, and what you feed them for breakfast and dinner, and those are the areas you should focus on.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like I'm so big on that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. and like you said, like when it comes to sugar, I try to like minimize, just because I know that number one, it's going to, like my kids when you give them sugar, they actually go crazy.
0: Oh, yeah, because they're not used to it. Right.
1: So, like, I know, like, come certain time, like, sugar's cut off. Mm-hmm. Like there's no juice at dinner. I, I look at them. I'm like, it's not happening. Not Get happening. it out of your head. <laughs> I need bedtime to be like, go smoothly. Oh, tonight. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. And
2: even yeah, with my little one, even we've, I, we've fruit at dinner because she loves grapes and bananas and they're so high in sugar. And when we give them to her, she is, she likes that as her dessert. She's bouncing off the walls. It takes an hour just to get her just to sleep. bring them down, to bring her down, just to like calm her down, but she's flying off the wall just from the fruit. So I'm like, okay, no more fruit at dinner. That's like right. It's only before, breakfast yeah, lunch. at
1: breakfast. <laughs> at least at breakfast, they, they have all this time to burn it off, you know, exactly. Put the maple syrup on the pancakes. Exactly. They've got time to burn it off. Mm-hmm. But before we go to break, Dr. Andy, give us that stat again. What does sugar do to your immune system? What is the percentage? It suppresses
2: your immune system by more than 50% from up to, from two hours and sometimes more depending on your immune system. Um, So as soon as you eat sugar, you're depressing your immune system, increasing your risk of getting sick.
1: So parents keep that in mind because you give them something sugary they're around other kids at school someone may not be feeling well they become your child becomes vulnerable right don't go anywhere because we are talking with dr andy co-founder and functional medicine director of totalis health right here on the parenting show we'll catch you in a few minutes
0: You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from chicmama.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto.
1: Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of chicmama.ca. We've got Dr. Andy joining us on the show today. She's the co-founder and functional medicine director of Totalis Health. She's also my amazing naturopathic doctor. Uh, She helps me with everything I need, everything. And today she's on the show helping all of us with how to uh, help boost our immune systems because kids are back at school. People are gonna start getting sick. Plus there's a change of season going on right now. So we're getting hit left, right, and center. Right, Dr. Andy?
2: Absolutely, and and the, everyone else in the home too. So the kids are getting sick, they're bringing them home. Mm-hmm. And I find that the parents, like again, my daughter brings something home from daycare. She's sick for a day, I'm sick for a week. I mean, yes. <laughs> so whatever she's bringing home. so. I have to focus on my immune health and her immune health. Otherwise she takes us all out with whatever. Right? <laughs> yeah.
1: I know these little people have these like hours, you know, it's they, can, so true.
0: <laughs> they,
1: they just take everyone out. Yeah. Um, before the break, we were talking about just, um, you know, eating right. Things mm-hmm. to send the kids to school with um, making sure that the meals that we have at home are You know, good healthy meals that will help build up our immune systems and and give us the the vitamins and nutrients that we need. Um, And we were also talking about supplements, right? Mm -hmm. Now you you mentioned like a probiotic, um, like a daily vitamin. You'd mentioned um, in form of gummies. Now, I know that there's probably a lot of parents out there saying, but are those gummy vitamins that I give my kid, like, you know, for the kids, are they actually okay or are they full of sugar?
2: Right. So this is where you have to sort of search a little bit because there are really good professional brand companies that make those gummies that are sugar free. So they'll make them with xylitol or with stevia or something like that. So they might make them with gelatin or something to make them chewy, but then they don't actually add sugar to it. So they're still sweet but there's no sugar. I mean, your dentist might still hate it because they're chewy. (laughs) So make sure you're brushing their teeth. Um, But I find it's a really great way to get those things in her. And because of the quality of our foods these days, if we are nutrient deficient, if you have a picky eater, you know, they're not getting everything that they need. And so you do kind of have to add a little bit just to help them so, you, you know, you have to add some of those things. So we do, you know, the little gummy multis. You can also do syrup multis, depending on how old your kids are. We'll determine whether or not they'll take those things uh, yeah. because flavor plays a big role. So the age of the kid matters. So for my little one, gummies are the best. But if your kid's older, they can swallow a capsule. If they'll drink something, then you can do powders because you can get really nice, you know, strawberry flavored powders sweetened with stevia or xylitol, things like that. So you can get all of those things. I think the main things you have to look for on the label are make sure there are no artificial sweeteners, so no aspartame. Um, and then make sure that they haven't added a ton of sugar. I mean, sometimes they will put a touch of sugar, but make sure they're, you know, maybe it's a not gram crazy. of sugar. Exactly. Is it one gram or is it like 15 grams? So read the label.
1: So not like... And I know everyone at home is going to remember not like the vitamins we had growing up, where we would it was like oh my god it's like candy and we'd pop Flintstone
2: them vitamins. Yes, oh my god,
1: come on, how how did we not OD on those
2: Flintstone Right. Vitamins? I think we did. We would sneak. My mom never bought candy at home, but we always had Flintstone vitamins. So if we wanted candy, we'd sneak the vitamins. Yes, yeah. that sugar. That's the best. That's the
1: best. Oh, but you brought up a good point too is that you know kids are really big on taste like you know i'm an i'm 42 i'm big on taste so i'm not going to take something if it doesn't taste good so we do need to pick our battles and it's like okay sometimes like there might be a little bit of sugar in this but at least they're taking the vitamin which means that they're they're getting something as opposed to like no Mama, I don't like this. It tastes awful uh, because it is so clean. Let's be honest, right? Yeah. Yeah. That I refuse to take it, and then they're getting zero nutrients or vitamins. Exactly,
2: and so it's exactly that you have to pick, and it's a balance. It's not like you, it's not like your child's diet has to have zero sugar in it. You can yeah. have a little bit of sugar. That's okay. But it's about a balance. But I mean, are you feeding your child McDonald's all day long and then they get treats and candies? Then you've got to make a switch. But it's OK if they get a little bit of sugar. That's not, you know, it's not hurting anybody. That's fine. They're going to run it off anyway. Um. So you do. You pick your battles and then you squeeze things into their food as you can. You know, even when I make oatmeal, I add protein powder to her oats. And I sweeten it with monk fruit instead of honey because she wants it sweet. So they are like little things that you can do to make it make things taste better.
1: There we go. Okay, so uh, don't worry, parents, about the gummies, the gummy vitamins. (laughs) Um, Just just you know, look at the look at the label. You know, pick wisely. But if there's a little bit of sugar, it's not the end of the world. So a multivitamin for sure. You also mentioned a probiotic because, Mm -hmm. like you said, gut health is key, and basically that like is so important for us, right?
2: Health is essential. And so about 70 to 90% of our immune system stems from the gut. So if you have a little one who has tummy aches or they're constipated or something like that, then you can assume that their gut is not functioning optimally so at the very least, get in a probiotic, just help them. And then if they're constipated, I'd love to add in a little bit of magnesium, which is also very calming and helps them sleep. Obviously, speak to your doctors, make sure your doctors tell you all these things are fine for your little one. Um, but those are things that are really helpful. And that goes, to be honest, all the way up to teens and for adults, make sure that your gut is, and I would say like 80% of my patients have gut issues. I would say.
1: Oh, yeah, it's thousand. so common. Mm-hmm.
2: I would say when an adult comes in and I say, you yeah, know, how's your digestion? And, and the person who says, oh, it's fine. I'm like, I'm sure. And then I no, start. Asking, not, you liar. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I don't believe you. I can <laughs> ask you some more pointed questions to determine if that's true or not. And yeah. most of the time, it's not true. We just come to accept a certain level of health. And we don't realize that, oh, I'm not supposed to be bloated every day.
1: Oh my gosh. I was just going to say that. So for everyone listening at home, I'm going to, I'm just going to like, you know, chime in here with a little like personal story. But when I went to see Dr. Andy for the first time and, you know, we were going to do some tests, I was like, yeah, you know what? I don't know. I feel all right. And then we discovered that I um, have an autoimmune disease, Hashimoto's. Mm-hmm. And, and so I made some changes and then I realized I'm like, oh my God, what I thought, was normal, was actually not normal. And I was bloated this whole time. But because it was a constant thing for me, I accepted it as like, no, this is just who I am. And but by making those changes, I'm like, I'm not bloated. I This is feeling good. I feel good. That was not normal. So yes, we do accept um, symptoms, I
2: guess you could say. Absolutely. They just become normal. So, you know, you have headaches every day. You're bloated. You know, you don't go to the bathroom every day. You go every two or three days. You're supposed not normal. to normal every day. It's not normal. Even when people have like PMS, PMS is not normal. These things are not, you know, when I say normal, quote unquote normal, but it's a sign that something is off and we just learn to live with it. We mask it. People are taking tongues. Or you know painkillers during yeah we cycle. shouldn't have to we shouldn't have to it's a sign that there's something that needs to be addressed
1: oh see there you go okay so we got a multi got a probiotic because gut health is key um what else like what about like vitamin D and yes. is vitamin, vitamin D, D should we be taking it separately or. Is it okay if it's in our multi? Are we getting enough in a multi?
2: Mm-hmm. So usually vitamin D I encourage separately because there's not usually enough in a multi. So I would say when we test vitamin D levels of our patients, most of them are deficient or almost yeah. deficient. And this is the thing when we're, when we're looking at health, do you want to just be normal within the normal range or do you want to be optimal? Do you want to be optimal within your range? So do you want, you know, if the lower end of vitamin D before you're deficient is 75, and your vitamin D is at a 76, that's not optimal. You're not technically deficient, but you're one point away from being deficient. That's not, so you want things to be optimal. So vitamin D in a, usually you get 400 IU, maybe a thousand IU in a good multi. Oftentimes people are needing at least 3000 IU, sometimes five, you know, I've given patients 10,000 IU a day to yeah. be deficient there. So most times you need a separate vitamin D and kids need vitamin D as well. I've been giving my daughter vitamin D since she was born. Um yeah. so that's something that she's gotten since birth. So
1: they send you home once you have a child, don't they send you home? Like I remember with my kids, they sent mm-hmm. us home with like vitamin D. They're like, mm-hmm. okay, start giving it to your kid.
2: Exactly. And it's so. so important for the immune system. So every time someone comes in and they're deficient I'm like, well, right off the bat, you're more susceptible. So there are some super, like really easy, basic things, you know. Feed them well, make sure they're getting some sleep, give them a multi, a probiotic and vitamin D. Like just as a foundation, that's an amazing start to support their immune system.
1: Okay. You mentioned something, you mentioned sleep, but before I get to sleep, Mm -hmm. is there anything else that us parents need to put on our list? So we've got a multi, Mm -hmm. it could be in liquid form, capsule form. If your child's old enough to swallow Mm -hmm. a capsule, it can be in gummy form, Uh, a probiotic, Mm -hmm. a vitamin D. Exactly.
2: And then you can get into the more targeted things for your immune system, depending on, so this is where you can start getting into antioxidants, you know, like alpha lipoic acid, CoQ10. Uh, you can start getting into some of the like botanicals that help with your immune system, like echinacea and licorice. And so you can buy it. If you go to a good health food store or don't go to the, you know, the local drug store, go to a good mm-hmm. health food store and talk to the people who work there and ask for their sort of immune supplements or go and see your naturopath who can help you much more sort of in a more targeted way but they have really good combination products that can help boost your immune system or help you zinc is another good one actually i forgot Mm. to mention that yeah zinc is a really important one for immune system so if you just wanted to do the vitamin d and the zinc and then start working with your health food store or your you know your natural path and start adding in some more specific things to really target the infection or prevent getting yourself from getting sick and vitamin C that's another I oh, yeah <laughs> or what you try.
1: do is what yeah. you do is you book an appointment with Dr. Andy at Totalis Health <laughs> and go. then you can get like everything customized specifically you for go. you and, and your kids and but I do like you know what I mean I say that kind of joking around but but I am serious you know the one thing I, I will mention about Totalis Health that is super um, important to me is that it's not only you, Dr. Andy, right. as a naturopath, but you actually work with physicians.
2: Exactly. Um, and so we work in teams of MD, ND teams, because we don't believe that only one form of medicine is the type of medicine. We believe that you have to merge them. Sometimes you do need a prescription. Sometimes you don't. And so how do you, you know, you can go, how do you go about merging the two? And then, you know, well, this symptom, I think we can manage with supplements, this symptom, okay, I think we need to, or condition, this is going to need some prescriptions. And so sometimes you can manage it naturally, sometimes you can't. And so you need to be able to bring both of those things together.
1: See, that's why you need to go and you need to book your consultation and go see her. Uh, Sorry, uh, I need a side note. I needed to throw uh, that in there. Hey, um, uh. <laughs> um, and you also mentioned sleep. Yes, sleep when it comes to our immune system. Yeah, because if we don't get enough
2: sleep, what happens? So sleep is one of the most important things for immune function. Um, If we're not sleeping properly, our body doesn't recover, we don't recuperate. And so our immune system is just crashing, we become inflamed. They've also shown with lack of sleep that our cravings go up. So you're craving and the number of calories you eat in a day goes up because your Mm. body craves more sugar. So lack of sleep also causes weight gain, which will also impact your your immune system because you end up eating more carbs and sugar and calories throughout your day. So sleep is essential. Like those foundation things that you hear people talking about are really key, um, just as the basics to keep your immune system strong.
1: See, so get those supplements, book your appointments, get that sleep in, eat right. We -hmm. are talking... With Dr. Andy, co founder and functional medicine director of Totalis Health. Don't go anywhere because we will be back with more right here on the Parenting Show.
0: Back to the parenting show with Pina Crispo from chicmama.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto.
1: It is Sunday night and you are tuned into the parenting show right here on AM640 Toronto Radio. We are talking. All about our health today with Dr. Andy, co-founder and functional medicine director of Totalis Health. She's also the naturopathic doctor there and my naturopathic doctor. And we were talking, Dr. Andy, about building up our immune system now that the kids are back in school because we want to make sure that they're healthy And that they don't bring anything to us because we need to be healthy so we can go to work. It's like this vicious cycle, right? Um, Exactly. So so everything we need to do from eating right and taking the the right supplements and getting the right vitamins that we need. Um, But I want to shift gears now. I want to shift gears because I also mentioned that not only are we back to routine and the kids are back to school, but we're also in the middle of a change of season. We're going sadly from summer to fall. Which is a very oh, no. sad time for me. Um, not as bad as winter though. So I'll take it. Not
2: as bad as winter. That's right. We're not there yet. Yeah. So okay.
1: <laughs> let me let me let me have this moment. Um, but coming out of summer, you know, mm. a lot of us like throw routine out the window and we mm. we're like, it's a free-for-all. I'm going to enjoy. I'm going to the cottage. What do you pack for the cottage? Alcohol, <laughs> junk. And so we indulge. We indulge more, I think, in the summer season than we would any other season. And so a lot of people, we were talking about this off air, you're like, a lot of people are trying to lose that summer weight. Exactly.
2: Yes, it's true. Talk to
1: us about that.
2: (laughs) It's true. So summer is, summer I find is the time that people let go most of their kind of health routines. It's I mean, we have such a short summertime in, you know, in Ontario, in Toronto. You need to move. (laughs) I know. I mean, you get two months of really nice weather, if that, if we're lucky. And so I find that that's a time where the whole world is just saying, I'm going to enjoy it. And that's it. And so people are drinking more, they're eating more, they're socializing, they're hosting parties, you know, going away, Uh, and most health routines kind of are out the window during that time. And so once we get into September, kids are back to school and they feel a bit more, like there's a bit more of a schedule now. And now they're able to focus on themselves again. And so most people are saying, okay, I need to get back on track now. Now it's time to kind of reset, summer's over. You know, I need to drink less, I need to change my eating gained a little bit of weight how do i get that off because we know christmas is coming which is another time we're kind of overindulging so they're kind of focusing now on how do we get back on track before the next one and so it's usually a pretty big focus right now and detoxing is a big a big thing that's sort of being you see promoted on social media all the time so yeah that's a big thing right now as well to help sort of reset and get back you know get back on track
1: Okay. So detoxing, and you said it, we see a lot of it on social media, we are being sold on products, mm. we are being, um, you know, told, check out this recipe, or juice this, go stock up on all this celery. And it's time to, you know, bust out your juicer and do some celery juice and just have that. So what is, you know, a fad and full of
2: BS? Um. And what is legit, real, and will help? So, because there are a lot of things that are just fads. So, I mean, all the like celery juice or the grapefruit diet, or there's another soup detox where you just drink soup for, you know, five days or something like that, and that's it. And so, that's not really a detox. That's more just taking a bunch of stuff out of your diet. Like what you're doing when you detox is you're supposed to support your organs of detoxification. And so you'll hear people say detoxing is a scam. Our body knows how to detoxify. We don't need to do that. Well our body knows how to do a lot of things that it doesn't do properly. Digestion is my favorite. We're supposed to go to the bathroom every day. many people go every two or three days, but it's something our body is you know quote unquote supposed to know how to do properly and it doesn't because sometimes from lifestyle habits, diet, whatever the case might be, you need a little bit of help. The other piece in detoxification is that it's controlled by specific genes. So we actually have genes that allow our body to detoxify so everyone's like the liver just knows how to do it well it'll do it if you have all of the genes you're supposed yeah. to have to do it properly so unless your provider has checked those genes it can say you're perfect in every detoxification gene i can't really tell you that you shouldn't support those detoxification organs because most people do have some kind of defect along the way and need a little bit of help mm-hmm. so detoxing is supposed to support you know the liver breaking things down support the gut make sure that you're eliminating you know make sure that you're sweating because we detox through our skin so you're supporting those those organs of detoxification and then trying to do things to help pull whatever toxins might be in your system out so for some people they overindulge in alcohol a little bit so that's something we want to bring down for other people they actually have environmental toxin exposures, or they've been at the cottage all summer, which is full of mold. And so now they've got a ton of mold in their system that they couldn't get rid of. I never thought of that. Mm -hmm. We treat that a lot. The mold toxicity, mold toxicity that's stored in your system will cause weight gain. So all of a sudden you're trying to do all these things and you cannot lose weight. It's because you have all these toxins. And so now you have to detox. You have to do that. But yeah. celery juice isn't going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Do you remember a few years ago when the prices of celery just skyrocketed? Oh my yes, everyone's like yes. celery juice is
2: the cure celery for everything. Thing. Oh my goodness, celery juice isn't going to do that for you. <laughs> but there are very specific ways you need to detoxify, and if your gut is off, then you have a different. So that's why you need to work with somebody and you can say, Hey, look, my gut is off or I don't feel you have to figure out what's actually wrong and then get a targeted personalized, you know, quote unquote detox protocol to help you detoxify. But you do have to support your organs of elimination, which will require supplementation and things like that. But it's not necessarily just those, you know, like buy the detox kit off the shelf, um, you know, drink the tea, yeah, That's because so like, cool. honestly, you mm. see
1: so much of it online, people will be like, Oh, here's this recipe that I have. And like, and then buy my workshop or webinar, and I'll teach you how to detox or, or right. here's this tea. And this tea's like magic tea, and it's gonna help you detox. So like, honestly, a lot of stuff gets thrown at us through mm-hmm. social media. And like, uh, you know what I mean? I'm just like, okay, well, which is legit, which is not, what do I do? So basically what you're saying, Dr. Andy, is that each one of us, we all know that we're unique. And Mm -hmm. so that also means unique in our body, our composition, our health. And so it needs to be something that we consult with, you know, someone like you, our naturopath Mm -hmm. um, and say, okay, hey, let's figure this out and find out what detoxing means specifically for me
2: exactly what it means for you and a lot of patients will come in and say you know hey I did a detox it didn't work for me well I mean let's get more specific what did you do what did you try how did it not work for you Like, there's so much more information there so I would say don't go towards the gimmicks um, and if it seems a little crazy it probably is a little crazy so yeah. maybe don't try that one <laughs> yeah I just get a little bit of help that's all because detoxing has really significant value when it's done properly.
1: Okay. I have a question. So Mm -hmm. when people hear detoxing, I think a lot of people, including myself, you think weight loss, Mm -hmm. is that supposed to be the end goal? Is that you're, you're detoxing. So you are getting rid of like these toxins
2: and waste it can be the end goal. If that's what your goal is. I mean, a lot of people will lose weight when they're detoxing, because part of what you're doing is you you are taking certain things out of you're, you're making diet changes, things like that. And then you're rebalancing those toxins that will contribute to weight gain. So mold toxicity, or, you know, heavy metals and things like that, that are causing you to gain weight, or they're making you super tired. So you can't exercise things like that so if weight loss is your goal you can do a targeted weight loss detox you just need to do it properly and it's not like a starvation or a juice fast
1: okay i still have questions but we're going to take a break (laughs) don't go anywhere we're talking with dr andy co-founder and functional medicine director of totalis health right here on the parenting show
0: Listening to the parenting show with Pina Crispo from chicmama.ca Toronto's news. Today's talk 640 Toronto.
1: Welcome back. This is the parenting show right here on AM640 Toronto radio. We're talking with Dr. Andy and she is the co-founder and functional medicine director of totalis health as well as an amazing naturopathic doctor. And so she's on the show today to help us with, uh, we were talking about building up our immune systems, not only for ourselves, but for our kids. Now that, you know, school is is back uh but also change of season how to deal with that and detoxing so we were just talking about detoxing dr andy but i still have questions you know based on the last segment so okay you said that people will come to you your patients will come to you and be like well i did a detox and nothing happened Mm -hmm. but it, it like that stuck with me in my head and i'm like well what is supposed to happen you had said sometimes it could mean weight loss but not necessarily. So how would, like, what are people expecting? Well, and what get. are some of the results you would get from, you know, a detox? And is it something that you'd physically always see?
2: Mm-hmm. And so this is the thing. So starting about what the results are, is I always try and tell people when we make healthy, sustainable change, you know, you'll see somebody will say, well, my friend lost 20 pounds in a month. I'm like, well, good oh, for that. God. Right? <laughs> Usually those That's are not healthy, but guys. okay when I have couples come in, I'm like, don't compare yourself to your partner, because he's going to lose 20 pounds, and you might lose one pound. So like, don't worry, it's okay. (laughs) But and so it just depends on what's happening in your body, where are you coming from? What is happening internally? So a lot of people, the goal is weight loss from a detox, I would say that's the primary driver for most people is weight loss, which is fine, there's nothing wrong with that. But then you have to understand that you might not, because I don't want people to do a crash detox. I mean, I could give you something that will make you lose weight in, you know, 20 pounds in a month or two, but it's not sustainable. You'll probably be very angry and irritable and (laughs) then you'll gain it all back. And so when you're doing sort of sustainable detox, it can take more time. And so it depends what you're addressing. So was it toxins? Was it I drank too much in the summer? Are you looking for more energy? And so some people will say, well, this detox didn't work for me. And I'll say, well, what was the end goal you were looking for? What was the detox you actually did? And so sometimes we're just not following the right protocol to get the outcome we're looking for. But, you know, you had a friend do this detox and they felt amazing. Why didn't it work for me? Because we're all different. And so you've got to find the, you know, the detox that works for you that helps you meet your particular end goal.
1: See, there you go. It's not always about stepping on the scale and seeing the number Go down, you know. Uh, detox can mean different things for different people depending on what you're hoping to achieve from it,
2: exactly. Exactly, and so you just have to, and also being patient because sometimes when you do those crash detoxes, people feel worse, and so they'll say, You know, I did this detox and I felt terrible. I'm like, Well, yes, that's because you didn't eat for five days and you were starving. And so now you have headaches or they'll cut out caffeine for, and, you know, and they're coffee drinkers. And so they're going through caffeine withdrawal, Like they just feel terrible. And so there are ways to do it. So you don't have to feel like that when you start.
1: Yeah. So always consult guys. I think that's like the key message here is always consult too, because you need to um, find out what is right for you as a unique and individual person because it's not always going to, uh, the pharmacy and grabbing a detox kit off the shelf or ordering something that you've seen on social media with, I love the pictures, the before and afters, you know what I mean? Like, oh, gosh, yeah, it's yeah. just like, okay. Right. Yeah, um,
2: sure.
1: yeah. Do your research, do your homework. Uh, Dr. Andy, what else, uh, is there anything else that you're like, okay, we need to talk about this before our time is up on the show today.
2: Well, from the weight loss, when if we're in the weight loss thing, my favorite thing to introduce for men and women is actually fasting, intermittent fasting. Ooh. So that's usually something before I have people jump on like the detox bandwagon, I have them introduce intermittent fasting because I find that that's a really great way that most people will get their results from. Um, and it's not... Super difficult to do. You're essentially just yeah. like skipping breakfast. Uh, and so I find that that's a much easier introduction to kind of lifestyle change and getting things back on track. So that's one of my favorite tools. And then you can incorporate that with detoxing or whatever else you'd like to, but it's super easy. Easy when you're trying to get kids off to school in the morning. You're not trying to cook nine different meals for everyone in the house because you can't eat half the stuff that your family's eating. So I find that intermittent fasting is a really easy, quick change you can make in your life to try and start getting some of those results in terms of weight loss, energy, things like that. So that's something I really love to introduce. That is so
1: funny, because um, I do it without knowing that I do it.
0: (laughs) It It's just my busy
1: mom (laughs) life, you know, so it's like, you know, I will... Wake up, get the kids ready for school, drop mm-hmm. them off. If it's not, you know what I mean, like a day that I'm teaching or have meetings or something like that. Then f- straight from there, I'll go to the gym. And I can't eat before I go to the gym. Like I mm-hmm. always work out. I kickbox on an empty stomach. And so by the mm-hmm. time I get out and have something, it's like, oh yeah, I guess I just did some intermittent fasting, you know?
2: Right. And it's true. It's it's much easier to follow. The goal is that you have to get 16 hours from dinner until your first meal the next day. And so if you eat dinner at eight, if you eat dinner at nine, whatever the time is that you stop eating, it has to be 16 hours. So you skip breakfast and then you don't have your next meal and you can still have your coffee for all of those people listening to that thinking, I'll never be able to do that. Coffee without sugar um, in it. And then just you go your 16 hours for people, for some people that doesn't feel great initially. So I have people start at 12 hours for a month, and then increase to 14, but 16 hours, is kind of that sweet spot to get those, those key results that people are looking for. Um, but I find that that's the easiest thing to introduce. You're not, again, it's not super disruptive to your whole family. You're just skipping breakfast. You can still have your coffee or your tea and no coffee is not bad for you. You don't have to cut it out. Coffee is fine. Um, so those are, it's a very, yes, it's a very easy thing to introduce.
1: And many of you might already be doing it without even realizing it. So there you go. That's how easy it is. Dr. Andy, uh, where can people find you uh, if they want more tips on like, you know, um, just boosting their immune system or whether it be like um, detoxing or even like intermittent fasting, anything when it comes to their health, where can people find you?
2: You can find me uh Instagram. I'm at Dr. Andy Andy and it's Andy with an I. Um, or at drandyandy.com. Uh, that's where you can find tons of info. I have you know free guides on fasting and things like that as well, if that's something people want to get started on. And then obviously feel free to follow me on social for lots of information sharing there as well.
1: Guys, go give her a follow, check her out, and uh and definitely uh go and book your appointment at Totalis Health. Um Honestly, my life has changed so much since uh, connecting with Dr. Andy and uh, bringing her into my life. So I cannot thank her enough for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Andy, for that. And thank you for joining us on the show today. Um, I learned so much. I learned so much. I always do from you. I love it. Thank you. And
2: thanks for having me. I'm always happy to share.
1: Thank you. And a special congratulations to Dr. Andy, who's expecting baby number Two. that's right, thank you. So, we cannot wait. Uh, for the in news on,
0: yes.
1: Yeah, we can't wait for the news on that. But I'm sure we're gonna have you on the show before the baby arrives. Absolutely, I'd love to. There we go. Have a great Sunday, guys, and we will catch you guys next week. Same time, same place. It's the parenting show right here on AM 640 Toronto Radio.